cool. So I actually have a couple questions for you. I just mm. want to, you know, get your thoughts on. Is, uh, it's, it's really two of them. Is Russell Westbrook an all-star caliber player? A triple-double. <laughs> We're talking like, about this. Don't think about it. Just right now, right now. Is he an all-star caliber player? He basically got zero consideration this year, by the way. But is he... No, I mean, before the all... Like, at the, all, at the time of the all-star, no. <laughs> but now? Pass. Who waited? Let me check the all-star All-star again just to double check well, it's more I, of it's more of the how his skill level rather than whether he would have actually made it or not like he is he is he at that caliber well it's i mean he's definitely leading the wizards to the, the their playoff push <laughs> this is a great way to beat around the bush for a yes or no <laughs> question Wait, no no I'm try- I'm leaning towards yes, but I haven't. I honestly like I haven't watched enough Wizards games recently. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, 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 wait. What are what are your what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts. I don't know. <laughs> my <laughs> my gut actually says he's at the lower tier of All Star, but he all like I feel like he doesn't deserve all of the slander that he gets. If that makes sense. So. I think the disc, the discourse around him, it's like, oh, he's a triple double. It's empty, empty triple double. Yeah, and there's some truth to that. In ter- yeah. but I wouldn't go so as far as like it's totally empty. The empty part about it for me is only the rebounding. He's a yeah. very overrated rebounder, I think, because he. It. This is not a surprise that he gobbles up uncontested rebounds. His contested rebounding, defensive rebounding percentage is 17, which is really low. Yeah. And I guess, I guess he fights. Does he fight his teammates? I didn't notice it. I don't notice it as, as much. In I don't the, know if it's fighting his teammates, but it's like the, the a Steven Adams is, rebound. Is this still the Steven Adams thing where people, um, are, are there Wizards players boxing out for him? <laughs> that, I'm not like necessarily watching, but like Westbrook does like go pretty hard for all the rebounds. That's true. And I think know, he knows he yeah. knows like that will get him on the record record books. I think he part of the reason he does it is to just so he has the ball already. He's the point guard, so he if he gets the ball, they can everyone can just like start going up the floor. So there is somewhat of an advantage to it. But in terms of like him being a good rebounder, it's a little overstated, especially considering he doesn't get a ton of offensive rebounds and he doesn't get a ton of contested defensive rebounds. So he's really just getting so that part of it I would say is empty because he's not challenging anyone to get these rebounds. Yeah. Uh, now what we, we've talked about defensive rebounds before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, nothing new. But man, like the thing that impressed me and the reason I bring this up is because I was, I just decided you know I'll I'll watch a little bit of the Wizards this week. His passing has impressed me a lot. Is he, is he leading the league in assists? Is that is that why it's bold on ba- Basketball Reference? No way. Is yeah. he? Yep. What? <laughs> Whoa. That's actually quite crazy. It's not. not ex- He's done it before, I, hasn't he? I did, no, yeah, he has three, twice, twice before this season. Uh, 2018 and 2019. It's not a surprise. I mean, some of it is just because, like, he has the ball all the time. His, his you know, load percentage is very high. But when I looked into some more contextualized stats, I was like, oh, no, this is a – he is a very skilled passer, actually. In 
based on B-ball index's stats, he's 98th percentile in box creation. No, no surprise oh. there, but he's in the 100th percentile in passing versatility and 93rd in passing efficiency. Wow. But he makes the right reads and he's able to make a ton of different reads. And I was like, that's considering how far he's come along in his career. Like we have to remember that when Russell Westbrook was drafted, people really questioned whether he could play point guard. Yeah. Because it was like, he's the size of a point guard, but he can't pass. And he's not. That, that, that was still a question since that was even the question when, on the Thunder, right? It shouldn't be anymore. Yeah. Whether he can pass. Now, of course, like his scoring, he's super inefficient. His jump shot's still not there. His <laughs> decision making is not all there. His finishing isn't that great. He's a little more under control than previous years, but it's still not great. But I think that the Russell slander is a little too much. Um, here's, the, here's the thing that's interesting about the impact metrics with him. Um, his offensive LeBron is 1.35, which is similar to Drew Holiday and Rudy Gobert. Oh. And his overall LeBron is better than Ben Simmons. However, his, so that's a positive, but the, o, the offensive Raptor is minus 1.1, which is similar to Alex Caruso and Jakob oh. Verdo. And his overall Raptor is minus three. So one metric says he's a clear positive. The other metric says he's a clear negative. That's interesting. Yeah, and like the discrepancy may be the rap, Raptor uses more tracking data. So his his rebounding, his uncontested rebounding does not really help him with Raptor. And maybe it's picking stuff up. Like we know that sometimes he will gamble for, um, for steals. That could help. That could give him a knock on his defensive Raptor. Um, yeah. Whereas the LeBron does not have tracking data and it stabilizes the number for role. So he's a, I think his role is a primary, but no, he's shot creator. So mm-hmm. with the shot creator role, um, just based on his passing numbers, he's a playmaking shot creator, so that, that probably gives him a bump up. That's, that would be my guess. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, yeah, where, 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 did, where, did you, where did you, what did you conclude on like, Russell Westbrook's game from this week? Well, this is just... Like, it's yeah. very like, conflicting num- uh, numbers. It is. I don't care about the triple doubles because, you know, the rebounds don't matter. He's getting his points because he has a ball all the time. He's not, he's not efficient. But I'm very, very, very um, impressed with his passing. And the fact that he pressures the rim enough that he can create shots for his teammates, it's, it, he doesn't deserve all of the slander. And I think that if I could play Russell Westbrook a little more like either a, like a secondary type ball handler or like in, in like almost in the way Bruce Brown is used, like as a small big, like Houston mm-hmm. kind of did this, use him as a short roller and he did yeah, so yeah. well. Right. And that was the stretch where people were like, Oh, this might work for the Rockets. Yeah. And then there Last was time, like if he can get downhill, of course he should run pick and roll, uh, high pick and rolls. But I think that he can't run, every type of pick and roll, like on a sideline pick and roll where you have less space. Um, that's a little tougher, but if he can do a high pick and roll where he can get downhill, that's where he's very good. Um, 
So I, I almost thought that he should play for the Clippers because he would like fit what they do. But you know, and yeah, I'm I can I'm conflicted with that that statement. But they can't afford him, <laughs> and they can't afford him. I think Russell Westbrook in the right context would look better. And mm. then also his defense is very hit or miss. Forgot to mention that. But I did, I said about always the, has been. You can't forget about the intangibles too. Everyone loves him. Yeah, for sure. I think and they, they, I mean, people like we have haters like fans and media, but mm-hmm. teammates by all accounts love him <laughs> for sure. All right, my my second question for you. I thought I just thought about this, and is Nikola Jokic a top five NBA player? I mean, he's isn't isn't he the front? He's basically the front runner for M, for MVP, right? Right, but that's not the question. Mm. Is he a top five NBA player? For this season, I would think so. I haven't ranked the players though. Yeah. Or, or how? What? What's the difference between that and MVP? I guess because MVP takes into account this games. M- yeah. Um, no. M- I mean, MVP is most valuable. It's not best. If it's best, then LeBron should have ten MVPs. Not actually ten, but like he should have more. Best than for that season. Best. Best for that season, I would say. Well, regular season. And he was the best player I think, in 2018. It was LeBron, but he didn't win MVP. I think Harden deserved that for that for. Right, but James Harden was not a better basketball player than LeBron. I yeah, agree yeah, that but Harden deserved that MVP, but that it doesn't yeah. go to the best player. The MVP is not a ranking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're in semantic, semantics. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. A, it's a different question. Is he one of the five best NBA players? LeBron's, LeBron's still there. Yes. Wait, I, wait, I'm trying to remember what we're thinking basketball had him last year. I think he had Jokic at like seventh, right? Yep. Or something. Mm-hmm. But remember that this Jokic is better. For sure. Yeah, I just watched this video. Me, on, yeah. I watched watch this video yet. Yeah. Like, damn. What let, a me, video. let me just uh, let me throw out some names. So I wouldn't put him over LeBron. So we'll start there. Let's right. let's go with other names. Jokic or Kevin Durant? KD. I might agree, but here's the thing: it's like not. I have to think about it. It's not like yeah, I have, I have to, to like think. I, I have to, to think, think about, about it. it. Stephen Curry or Jokic? <sighs> They're both. Nope, Curry. <laughs> you saw the game earlier. You saw the game earlier. Curry. Yesterday. Okay, I would agree with Curry. Kawhi Leonard or Nikola Jokic? See, I might still pick Kawhi here. I wouldn't. But, you know, any, like, I think Jokic has an argument over the last three names you said anyway. Yeah, I would pick Jokic. Personally, I mean the James, the, go ahead. the fact, oh, the fact that the um, Kawhi isn't really like I guess it depends how much you value. I guess because Kawhi is more of like his archetype is just a scoring wing rather than like offensive engine. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I think Jokic is two way though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: like Kawhi is obviously very impactful on both ends of the floor. I still don't think that cumulatively it's as good as Jokic because Jokic is a far superior, far superior offensive player. He just is. 
Like the playmaking just the playmaking alone. I mean, the scoring, like the scoring is probably something you can argue, but the playmaking he just blows Kawhi out of the water. Yeah, exactly. And I think I don't think that the gap in scoring is even that great. Like Kawhi yeah, Leonard yeah, yeah. is twenty seven point eight on plus five point one true shooting. Jokic is twenty seven point seven on seven point two. And then Ben Taylor's so video like really illuminated that Jokic also has like the in between game that everyone like applauds Kawhi for. Exactly. You know the the, yeah. the, the mid range, the floaters, mid range floaters, getting in the post. <laughs> uh huh. Everything he has everything. Like his scoring arsenal is more is far deeper than everyone believes it is, including you a year ago. No, it's just I didn't his. He has a basic so post game. <laughs> he has a basic post game. That was like yeah, one of basic. your worst takes of all time, and I hope you you I will never let you live that down. <laughs> Jokic in twenty twenty had a basic post game. That was ridiculous. Yeah, it's. So- <laughs> I love you, but it wasn't. You're you're flat out wrong. Okay, James Harden or Jokic. This one's really hard. They're they're more similar archetype. I might pick. Now I definitely like like the Brooklyn Harden might be is a different Harden than the Rockets Harden. I would say. Hmm. I still wouldn't. But hey, I was leaning Jokic on this. But here's one. the thing: how different is he? Really. I mean, we, yeah, that's the thing. Like, we didn't really get to see it a lot. I mean, because yeah. he was forced to play. He was forced back into, like, the main dom- ball-dominant yeah. ways. Yeah, for sure. And Kawhi and KD missing games. I think this Brooklyn James Harden is a better passer. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of taken me by surprise. However, the scoring arsenal that James Harden possesses is so built and tailored for a one-on-one that it's making me wonder, like, like if he is does not have the ball, is is he offering as much as Jokic would? Because even when Jokic does not have the ball, he can still move. Threat. He's he moves. He can offensive rebound. He's a great like he's a Larry Bird type touch passer. He can sh- he can catch and shoot. Like even when Jokic does not have the ball, he is a threat. People pay attention to him regardless. James Harden lets go of the ball, and it's like, you can relax. He, yeah, yeah, exactly. He doesn't move off the ball. He doesn't provide release valves for his teammates. Yeah. The way that Jokic does. And it's not a knock on James Harden. It's still, a, it's still debatable. I would take Jokic, though. All right. Jokic or Giannis? It's tough. Mm. This one's tough. This one's so this one's tougher than the, the previous two, actually. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, Let's say not ah <laughs> the, the the Ben Taylor is like the Ben Taylor video is just too fresh. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But I I I in fair I've been thinking about this even before that video came out. Like people are just on the timeline, like still believe that Jokic is not in the top five or even in the conversation. I guess it's pretty close. Like it's more like maybe a top seven. That's more like in their own group. Yeah. 
the players you just named, how many how many players? There was like six players plus Jokic, right? So seven. Do they have Who any more names there? Yeah. But, yeah, I have another name. I'm trying to think. Luca. No, I have Jokic firmly over Luca. Dane? I'm trying to think who, who I have Jokic over, over Dame. Dame. Yeah, for sure. I think I, I think Dame is almost as good as an offensive player. It's the defense. Jokic, by the way, whoever believes that Jokic is not a positive on defense does not know how to evaluate defense. But go on. Do you th- do you agree that like about the Jokic defense that the stats seem to overrate it? Which stats? Depends. I I'm actually not sure which ones in particular, but it's always I always hear in the podcast like somehow the advanced stats on Jokic's defense are really good, but my it doesn't seem to match my eye test. Particularly like Zach Lowe kind of eye test. Is flawed. <laughs> eye test is flawed. He's limited. Like he's not. He doesn't. I think if if you compare him to Embiid or Gobert, yeah, no, he's he's not gonna be as good as those guys. Um. That said, he he still creates turnovers for his team. He anticipates passing lanes very well. He does his job. He closes out. He's not going to protect the rim as good as those guys, but I think he's horrible. He's horrible on uh, on rim he's protection. He's pretty though. bad at rim protection. So <laughs> there there is that, but he can defend the post decently. I mean, he's big. Like you're not just going to move him. Yeah, and so, <laughs> right. but that's what I'm saying. It's like. Your eye test is flawed because the some people's eye test is only oh he cannot block shots or defend at the rim, like that's the only thing. They that's do. a, I mean I would I would I would agree with that, but like if it's Zach Lowe, like I feel like his eye test should be good. Who is good or, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe yeah. it got worse or as he started to do more national TV shit. <laughs> his eye test is okay. I would trust Steve Jones and Nikias' eye test over his. Both oh, no. Yeah, those guys. Both of sure. whom say that Jokic is a positive. So, Jokic or Giannis? You've never answered the question. I'm leaving Giannis in my head. And that's fair. Yeah. I would narrowly have Jokic. Yeah, it's and I flip flop. I flip It's so hard. I, I feel like I, tomorrow I could change my mind on that. <laughs> All right, last one. Jokic or Embiid. This season, particular in particular. Exactly, because this is the MVP debate. It's yeah, Jokic, it's Jokic or Embiid. I feel like. The discourse around Jokic is just like his his defense is so bad, but like it's not bad, but Embiid's yeah. Embiid is a far superior defensive player. That's that's a real thing. Mm. Same with Giannis, far superior yeah. defensive player. Jokic is never going to have the defensive ceiling that those other two guys have. There's no question about that. But from offense alone, yeah, we give. And this is kind of the overall point. From offense alone, we allow guards and wings to have offense alone impact and put them over guys like Giannis, who are really two-way impact. 
Like we mm-hmm. people have put James Harden and Stephen Curry over guys like Giannis and Kawhi, who are more two-way threats, but Harden and Steph are far better offensive players. Mm-hmm. But Jokic think- doesn't get this because he's a big man. Even though he is having one of the, not just for a big man, but he's having one of the best offensive seasons in the NBA. I think I would, I think I would pick Jokic again on the, uh, over Embiid. I might. I might as well. But that's the thing. Like, I have to do a deep dive. But let me, let me frame some, some of this for you. Just see how good Nikola Jokic is. On offensive LeBron, he's having in – the, in the, they have data going back to the 2009 season. So Jokic's 2021 season is 15th. Wow. It's better than 2012 Miami Heat LeBron James. It's better than 2015 Steph Curry. It's better than 2015 James Harden. It's better than 2016 LeBron James. It's better than a lot of guys. 15th. What are some of the names above him? I'm sure 20, is 2016 Curry number one. Nope. It's 2009 LeBron James. 2010 LeBron James, sorry. 2010? And, and then 2013. James Har- then there's several seasons of James Harden. And there are several seasons of Steph Curry. There's one Dwayne Wade season, one Kevin Durant season. 2014 and 2009? Just 2014. I know, the first Wade. The oh, Wade, Wade, 2010, Wade. 2010. 2010. They don't have for the 2009 season. Oh, oh it's 09 or 10. Yep. Okay. So, Jokic's offensive season's up there. If we look at his offensive Raptor, it's 9.2. You know who else was in that range based on Raptor? 1991, Michael Jordan, and 2009, LeBron James. That's it. That's the list. <laughs> but 2016, Steph Curry was 10.4. Jesus. But, yeah. That's, that's how good Jokic has been. So, the fact that he's not even, like, it's such an outlandish thing that he could be a top five player this season. I would, honestly, like, it's still a debate, but I would have Jokic over Harden and Kawhi. I probably would have him over Embiid and Giannis. I might, but but three over current KD. Yeah, only person I'm not willing to put him over is LeBron. There, I could make an argument that Jokic is better than everyone else. I don't know. That's where he'll end Hmm. up, but I could argue. I could make the argument that Jokic would be above everybody but LeBron James. Frank, if LeBron James isn't healthy this season, Jokic could end up number one. If he's not healthy. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I wanted to ask. Right? And so I I asked people on Hardwood Amino, where does Jokic rank? The options I had a top five, top ten, outside of the top ten. 0% 0% outside of the top 10. So thank God. Um, it's basically a 50-50 split. 
51% top five, 49% top 10. And I'm like, how many votes? 49. That's, well, I mean, I mean, someone has him at sixth, which isn't. Isn't bad. Yeah. It's just hard. If for someone has him at 10th, then. That's bold. He, sh- he, he's in the, he should be in this top eight, like. Absolutely. I really think that he should be six plus at the very least. Like yeah. it's, think about it. Jokic has been playing like the best offensive player in the regular season. He so, has. Yeah, this season. Yeah. Just including yeah. LeBron when he was healthy. Yeah, agree with yeah, that. That's a, sure, again, yeah. that's the regular season. I'm just talking about what he's done. I would have LeBron for his playoff, not the regular season. But based on the regular season, Jokic has been the best offensive player. I and he has been. I think at worst, neutral on defense. He's not giving anything up. So in the history of the NBA, the best offensive player is like almost always, and I'm pretty sure that this is an accurate statement. Whoever is considered the best offensive player is in the top five. One of the five, considered one of the five best players in the NBA. And yet it doesn't seem like Jokic is getting that love. 